0: good after those like five shots of espresso (laughs) yeah
1: levels you out hello can you hear me out there hello we got a new episode hello clarice hello we are here with the very special soul true terrence banks and good friend manager brett kramer aka rip black oh i know that guy how you guys doing great how you doing good thanks for being here
0: not a problem Thanks for having us Yeah, of course, of course
2: We finally got to do it it's, uh, the re rescheduling Yes, like, we're finally in here times. It's going All down it's that and
0: snow Slowing everybody
1: up <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Crippling everybody's momentum
1: Hell yes So, as you may know Soul True is a singer How would you describe your shit? Just mm. R&B, soul I call it soul hip-hop Soul hip-hop Yeah Hell yeah Hell yeah
2: Now, what's new with you guys? What you been doing? Man, we just been we just been working like working on like this tour like uh February February 28th going out I'm gonna hit uh, me and Colton are gonna go out he's gonna he's gonna do what he did last night piano and acoustic guitar and uh go up to Iowa City 28th and then um Indianapolis that Friday Nashville Saturday spend spent a couple days there checking stuff out and then uh drive up to Chicago for a so far sounds on Tuesday um, and then head head back down to Memphis for this radio uh, interview and slash performance that we're gonna do down there mm-hmm. and then uh, replacing the Omaha date with uh, something else otherwise it'll just be another day off like it's not really a big deal right um, but then uh, Des Moines to close it out and then head home nice yeah how long is that with? um like a week and a half a like a half. total time passing but I mean it was my first one I just used my network and everything so I mean it'll be it'll be awesome plus it's like never really like done any sort of like outside of Iowa tour so
1: oh really first time yeah Yeah. you've have you toured around Iowa itself or just kind Um, of outside of the QC mostly
2: yeah like uh like last year we did um let's see what was that we did uh Dubuque QC Waterloo and uh, Des Moines for a little mini setup that my buddies did last year, and then I've do, I've done a few other ones outside of town, but not like back to back or like mm. close to being back to back. So it'll be fun, and then I'm going on another one in May with my homie uh, Tam Madinku from uh, Milwaukee. Nice. So actually, you guys. I think he did the Junetopia you guys did, too. Oh, we're, yeah, I know the name for sure. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. yeah, he's he's super dope, and, like, I, he actually hit me up to go out with him, like, I think it was, like, November or whatever, but peak at FedEx is, like, December, like, the like after Thanksgiving, like, the week after, so I was, like, I had to turn it down. I was so mad, dude. I was, like, Man. Oh, yeah, because it was, like, you know, it's just one of those things. It's, like, especially, you know, that's missing out on just building in those other cities and, and just... Getting out into places that I've never been, so it's like, right. we have to turn down an opportunity like that, you know. It's just like kind of frustrating, you know, especially yeah. when you're being an artist and you're trying to do these things, you know, right, these opportunities don't just you know come out of nowhere all the time, you know, but right.
1: Well, I mean, it's fucking dope you're finally like getting spread out, hello, gonna make your way further and further mm-hmm. now, yeah. Fuck yeah. So, what originally got you into music altogether,
2: man? I don't know, like naturally, I think it was just a thing that, like. I think it it, it sort of naturally happens. Like I wasn't forced into it or like my mom wasn't into music and stuff, but like one of my uncles, he used to sing all the leads in, in this church we went to Mm -hmm. and he was amazing singer and like tons of energy. And just like watching him, I think over time just, it was just like a natural, just like I want to do that type of thing. Like he was, you know, he was a big influence on me as a kid and, um, and so, like, you know, in, in school, it was, like, natural to where, like, well, you know, I might as well join, join choir, which I think in, like, elementary, I thought, I don't know if all kids are in choir, but I think they at least have music class or something. Through a school, yeah. yeah. I don't think
1: we ever, I don't know if we did like, elementary choir at our school. Or yeah, something. I yeah, feel had, like, like it was just, like, a music class, class.
2: Yeah. yeah. And then I think that, that just, having that naturally, I was just like, well, pff, I mean, might as well stick with doing music, like, you know, and then just gradually I fell more in love with it and everything, and then... Um, like he he had passed when I was younger, because um, he had he had passed away from AIDS and everything, and I didn't I didn't know that until like recently though because right. it was just I mean my, my, the way my mom is is like like over time like like as her like schizophrenia and stuff like kind of took over like she became you know there were less talks with her really because her mindset mm. was and then she would fast and she wouldn't take her medication and stuff so it was like even when like when that happened it would just be like complete just shutdown of her, you know, so it was yeah. like and it was like I, it was around I think it was around that time because when when I've done research on like schizophrenia and stuff, they were saying that like most of the time like everyone has whatever schizophrenia is, like if everyone has it and they you know, and however it breaks down, I don't know the scientific mm-hmm. shit, but you know, it, sometimes it's like traumatic instances that that bring it out of you. And like I think it was a matter of, like, a couple of years to where it was, like, she lost her her brother and I think her sister and I think my great-grandma. But it could have been over those few years, I think that's what it was, that it kind of just happened. Because it was, like – and it was crazy because, I, like, I remember when he had passed, like, like it was just out of nowhere. Like, it was crazy. And, I mean, mm-hmm. it was, like, like he was healthy and then, one, then the next he was, you know, he was sick. Yeah. And, like, I didn't know anything about it. And, I mean – like that was a thing. It was like it, it hurt a lot because mm-hmm. it was like, especially with him being an influence musically for me as a kid. Like, it was just like because we didn't grow up with a dad. So, but we had this huge family. So it's like, but he was like, somewhat not necessarily a dad, but I mean he was younger too. So it was like, I think it was just a natural, just like, I don't know, just a natural thing that happened. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, honestly, like I feel like he's probably the biggest reason why I got into music. Because I mean, we like I said, I mean we had it, we had it at church and everything, and that's that's that was the biggest thing for me. Because I mean, that's that's where I learn to appreciate music and, and respect the hell out of it was from church so. mm-hmm. Did you say you
1: were pursuing music already while he was still alive or was it no he... i was i was in like elementary school and mm-hmm. stuff when did you ever passed, do so. choir like younger age or anything Um, like, that?
2: like just the just the like the elementary stuff and then junior high i think is when they actually have like choir well at mm-hmm. least most schools i'm sure there's other schools that you know whatever but um yeah i did like the junior high choir set up and then high school i stayed with choir Excuse me. but then uh I ended up making all state at Central my senior year which was a freaking awesome experience like and it was nuts cuz like uh, I think we had like two or three people that made it like three years in a row from like sophomore to senior year yeah. and I mean like they were like they're amazing talented people overall like I mean like probably graduated like top 10 in our class and stuff but like mm-hmm. amazing human beings outside of school too like they weren't just Like, you know, like Julian, he ended up going to Iowa and playing professional football and stuff for a few years. So it was like kind of cool seeing you just like, holy crap, like I made it once and you guys made it three. And then it was like we were there and they were there because they said it was pretty hard to make it like even three, three years in a row. Mm -hmm. And then uh, there was some some quartet that had made it all four years. And I mean, I was just like and they were like dude that's like super rare like especially like it's like it's one thing for a person to make it four times in general but like a full-on quartet that because what you do is like there's a bass uh tenor alto and soprano i mean at least that's what our setup was for the the district or however regional which whichever i don't know how it breaks down it's like 10 years ago so i don't really remember but um so it was like that's what their quartet was i'm like wow like and I mean didn't get to hear them solo but I was like man if they made it four years they gotta be freaking phenomenal yeah Yeah, that's
1: crazy yeah um so when did you really start pursuing music more heavily then
2: um I don't know like I've like even when I was a kid like I knew like I like especially with my uncle I wanted to do something in music and I Mm -hmm. like I wanted like before I kind of like when I was younger like, especially when, like, American Idol came out. Like, I think that was, like, high school, I think. And, like, that's when I was like, you know what? Like, maybe I'll try and do that or something. Because it was, like, yeah. I knew I wanted to do something with music. Like, when I started, because I started, like, writing poetry, like, just to deal with a lot of things. Just to get words out of my head. Because at home, there wasn't really that talking. So it was, like, and I had these emotions that I didn't know. Like, I had I had family, and they would be like, hey. If you ever need to talk, talk to me. But it's, like, it's it's one of those things. It's, like, when you have a parent and, like, you'd rather just talk to them. So it's, like, I just kind of took a notebook out instead, you know, because I was, mm-hmm. like, I didn't want to bring my issues, whether it's, like, with my mom or my brother or something else to my other family members, you know, and then sure, put yeah. that burden on them. So I was, like, you know, I'll just start writing and mm-hmm. and using it as my therapy and stuff. And then eventually I'm, like, oh, like, because, like, I'd be, you know, reading the booklets that come with CDs and everything, and and tape or whatever you know you listen to, and it like has descriptions or like lyrics or whatever they put in there, and like mm-hmm. reading through them sometimes or looking up lyrics of songs wherever they are, I'm like oh, like literally if you just read this, this is poetry, you know what I'm saying? Right. So then eventually I started singing my poems, mm-hmm. and I was like man, this is, like it's not easy, but I was like damn, why I didn't think of this before, you know? Yeah. Like I've been writing, you know. Um, how old were you when you started doing that? Oh, man. I think that was in maybe seventh or eighth grade, probably. And then, like, it kept going back and forth all the time, because, like, especially when things would get heavier. I mean, it was just, like... I I'd, I'd listen to a lot of CDs all the time, too. Like, um, like uh, I had, like, the greatest hits, of like, Brian McKnight. And, like, um, I think my, uh, my, my... And plus, my mom, she's super, like, sheltered the crap out of us. Like, she would not let us watch, like anything yeah like I didn't I didn't know what dude I didn't know what South Park was until like seventh grade yeah and people were like hey Terence where's Philip," and I'm like what like I don't know Phillips like in a different class we don't have the same classes anymore like yeah and, then, and they just look at me like the fuck is he talking about like and then eventually my buddy's like, you've never seen South Park? I was like, dude, no, like we don't, we don't have cable. And even if we did, my mom would not let us watch that show. Like yeah. regardless. And I mean, and like her thing, like it was like most of our movies were religious films. So it was like, she like, like my mom, like she's not as as like, she's still Christian and everything, but like not as heavily as she was because it, it got bad and it was like, we would fight a lot because it was like. Mm-hmm. Like at at some point Like I knew more about the, the Bible than I did about Like just life in general Like and that shit was scary for a while mm-hmm. Like it was something like naturally I adjusted and I mean like Luckily like I didn't really have I guess some sort of like um, Like I haven't always been An outgoing person but I learned to like adjust You know over time and everything So it's like luckily I could just Kind of just find friends and fit in and then gradually learn from them you know and do all that stuff but it was like some sometimes that shit was crazy like especially yeah. that like when I'm, I don't I don't get a joke because literally I <laughs> I've never seen the show and it's just like I, don't I mean so it was like it was crazy <laughs>
1: like, being raised that way are you very religious yourself or did you grow away
2: from it much like or? I, I t- well I totally like I'm religious not, like I believe in God and everything and like I, I don't pray as much as I used to but like I mean like especially like like um my lady's son Damien like when he goes to bed and stuff I'll have me like rub his back to help him like fall asleep easier and stuff and like I'll like that's like the most I pray like now like I mean like I'll I'll still pray randomly like I like especially if my anxiety is fucking up and shit it puts me in a better mindset and everything too but it's just like like churches for me like I'll like I'll go back to churches and stuff for like funerals and stuff Mm. like that and it's like and I mean I'll 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 probably... Like, I've been talking to one of my cousins, because there's, like, a, a Smokey Norfolk. He's a pretty big gospel singer that I grew up listening to. And his church is up in Chicago, so I'll probably go and check out one of his services one day or something. But but for me, it's just, like... Like, I don't I'll, I don't preach or anything like yeah. that. Like, it's just, like, I believe in God, and, like, you know, that's that's what it is. Like, I don't try and push it on anybody or anything like that. But growing up, especially when my mom, when she got sick, like, well, when her schizophrenia was coming coming heavy... Um, like we would go to church with one of my, one of my aunts and like, sometimes we'd be sitting in church and they'd be talking shit about my mom. Like, and like saying like, oh, well she's, you know, this and that, or she's got a demon inside of her, or this, this and that. And it's like, like, I didn't like, I didn't know what was going on for a while because I mean, I feel like, you know, my aunts and uncles, they were trying to, you know, keep us level, you know? And like, right. even though, cause it's like, you don't know what to do with kids like I mean we were we were like junior high school and stuff so it was like mm-hmm. we were old enough to know and understand but I like I'm not mad at them for like not fully like hey this is what's wrong with your mom and this this and that like they were dealing with it so it was like they were making sure that we were you know staying kids as opposed to like sitting there trying to raise even though we had to help her a lot when we were you know when she was going through a lot of it um, but it was like they'd be sitting there blatantly talking shit and I'm just like Mm. sitting there like you do understand I'm sitting right here and you're talking shit about my mom and it's like if we weren't sitting in a church right now I would be cussing you out Mm -hmm. like if we weren't in a place that I'm supposed to respect in general and all these other people were here like like nowadays it's like I mean I, I wouldn't say I'd cuss somebody out in the church right now but it's like come on man like I probably would. Yeah, <laughs> like trust me. Like <laughs> honestly, it's like if it's if it's if it's the right situation, I probably would. But it's just like out of respect for the people that are, you know, practicing Christians that do right. do things by the book or 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 expect or, or respect people for who they actually are. Like regardless, like hey that's cool, like, do what you do, you know, this is what I do, but, you know, maybe respect who I am, or or at least show each other respect, but it's right, like... Let's go talk outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, and it's like, some, some people don't care, man, like, it's just like, that. that's why it killed it for me, because it's like, it's like, look, like, I get that there are amazing Christians, like, I, I have relatives that are huge Christians that, you know, go to church every Sunday and, mm-hmm. and do things the right way, but then I also know plenty of people that are two-faced as hell and do worse shit than people that don't believe in God, you know what I mean? It's like, just because people don't believe in God or a God or anything doesn't make them a bad person. Like, right. people can still do the right thing without having to believe in something to tell them not to do something, you know? It's mm-hmm. called fucking conscious, dude. Like, right. Like, and they can do plenty of bad shit while believing in something. Exactly. Dude, and like, And we see it every freaking day on the news. Yeah. And it's just like that's, and I mean, it was like even with, like, um, like some of the early churches that we went to, like, it was, like, seeing it as a kid, and you're, like, I mean, it's stuff that, like, they're trying to hide from you, but, like, the pastor's sleeping with this other lady and his wife sitting right up front, and every, like, a freaking eight-year-old kid knows about it, oh, yeah. and all you people are just sitting here acting like it's just perfectly fine or mm-hmm. okay, like... And then eventually, like I, I think the guy ended up leaving after my uncle passed, and I, I, don't know if that had anything to do with it, like emotionally for him or something, or or if it was just a, just a cop. I don't know, like. But I'm just like, how do you people sleep at night, like right. for real, yeah, it's like easy. <laughs> like it's like I like back then, like I, you know I was feeling bad for like stealing baseball cards and shit, and you motherfuckers are out here, like full full on cheating on your wives and 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 my uncle like he he uh i didn't know he was gay growing up and everything like not it doesn't matter to me regardless but it was just one of those things because it's like like though a lot of people like some christians don't care if you're gay bisexual or however you are you know but then there's so many that do but then it's just like they'll turn the other cheek and and not care because oh well he's talented so you know mm-hmm. he can he can come sing the leads in our church because yeah, he's really yeah. good and all this this and that but Behind closed doors Sit there and talk shit Because they're get, Like Because of who they are Like mm-hmm. People are who the fuck they are Like It is what it is Like if You can't like As long as a person's not hurting you Or someone else Or Whatever Let people be man Like <laughs> That's right. just how I feel Like
1: Definitely <laughs> <laughs> Now When did you Adopt the name Soul True and mm-hmm. Where did you get that
2: from What made uh, you choose that I think it was I think that was in junior high school too like maybe maybe high school, and like uh, I don't I don't know like exactly what process my brain was going through when it happened, but it was just I know at the end of the day it was like trying to find something that was like true to who I like stay true to me and it was like true soul and then I switched flipped it around and changed the spelling on like true and everything and just. Cause that sounded good to me it was mm-hmm. like you Yeah fuck if I fucking just right? run with it Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it was like It was funny cause like Like years ago, What was that show we did out in, Was that That Clinton show I ended up finding That other dude On YouTube Some There was some, There's some other dude That oh, like yeah. Spells it yeah, Like he spe- It's so true But it's like it's two words, and I think... Yeah, I think it's two words with without the E, too. Oh. But it was, like, his video was posted, and it was, like, year... Like, I would had... Like I said, I had this name since, like, junior high school, so, I mean, that's over... That's, like, 15 years ago. Right. Or actually longer than that, now I think about it, but it's just, like... I was hella mad, because I was like, man, what if... Like I was like, and I checked out his video. Like I wasn't being an asshole and being like, oh man, he ain't good enough to like have his name or anything. But I was like, you know what? Like I really wasn't. Like It sounds so arrogant of me, but I was like, I wasn't worried about like him making it. Like say if one of us made it, like I'm like, I think I got a better yeah, yeah. shot at this shit, you know? But
1: Yeah, it no, sucks <laughs> when you have to come up with the name. It's like right now I got to get the handle on like Facebook, Twitter, like, <laughs> yeah, YouTube, or whatever, right? so before it's taken or some
2: mm.
1: shit. It has uh so has uh religion played a big
2: influence on your music or what does where do you um, draw your influence man i don't like i don't even know anymore because like like religion has but it's like for me it's just like i like to tell my story in general mm. so it's like one song will be talking about like might partially talk like i've never written a song fully on like like god but like more of like, one of the instances with my aunt, uh, Dead Breeze is somewhat about that. And we were sitting in church. And there was a bunch of, I think most of us were, like, at least teenagers. And uh, she just kind of opens it up and is like, hey, if there's anything any of you guys want to ask anyone or ask me about, you know, maybe something that you can't talk to your parents about or something just because it's your parents. Like, mm-hmm. like you might have that open relationship with them to be able to talk about things but you know you might also get that like opposite thing as opposed to them just listening and telling you an opinion and respecting what you want to do it's like you might have that parents like no like you need to go to school as opposed to oppo- or trying music you know mm-hmm. like it's not a career or, or yeah. that or whatever you know situation <laughs> but um but anyway i was like hey yeah um can i be in the church and still do secular music you know and i mean like my music really like I mean I don't think My music sexual at all So it was like My thing was I was like Yeah I might have curse words Here and there Or whatever But it's just like It's, it's just an emotion Like you mm. know what I'm saying That's why I put those words in there If I do put them in there But um She's like Ah no I kept it short and sweet It was just I'm pretty sure She just said no And then Like I kind of got irritated Because I'm like Wait what And I mean mind you She's one of the people That does leads at the church That she was going to At that time at least mm-hmm. I mean she's a phenomenal singer too Like I mean just good Lord, just ridiculous. And I mean, their choir was like 15 people and they'd have a full church rocking like, there was like 40, 50 of them, you know? But anyway, um, she says that and I'm like, well, what about like John legend and, and Aretha Franklin? And I'm just listing off all these people that started in church. Like, mm-hmm. like regardless of what you say, I'm like, like then explain why these people are doing it and they're allowed to, and it's Okay but you say otherwise right and like it didn't even get that far i just got through the names and she's like next question like just like i was so pissed off like i was like like in all in all honesty that was probably like one of the last moments i could just full-on respect church for myself personally because it was just like and then because after that it just like it's like when you do that and you like break my spirit like that with like like I'm asking you and then you just straight disrespect me because you literally just asked us if we had questions and Mm -hmm. you just give me a fucking no. And I personally like go to shit and like, you're, you're married into my family. Like I'm gonna love you regardless of how you're connected to my family, but that's bullshit. Like, like you're going to treat someone that you barely know better than me. Like, come on now. Like, and I was just like, it kind of just, it it set me off. I was just like, yeah, I can't, I can't be fake no more. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, so what did that lead to? What did you do after that? Mm. I mean, I just kept I just kept working through everything cuz I think that I mean, a lot a lot of that stuff happened in like junior high and in high school like mm-hmm. That's what, I mean, that's cuz I I honestly I didn't find my voice until like I mean, few years after high school just because I mean like uh, truthfully like I didn't gain my confidence in performing in front of people until um I don't know, maybe like 22, just because like like I hadn't like I had performed, but I had performed with groups of like you know 50 people Mm -hmm. and bigger choirs, so it was like there was never that like moment where I had to actually be up on a stage by myself, really. And so I like did a bunch of karaoke after like working at like restaurants and stuff with like especially when I worked at Outback, like we'd always go out to the bar after work and everything, so. It's like every time there was karaoke going on at the bar, I'm up there singing. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, fuck it, like, got to get this stage presence or or just some kind of confidence at some point. And I was always, I was so nervous the first, like, I don't know, probably first 50 times easily, mm-hmm. you know. And then gradually I was like, man, I can just get drunk and just sing songs. <laughs> yeah. I'm not nervous anymore. Yeah, just,
1: like, <laughs> I'll just go up here and do my thing. Yeah. But, so, you found your voice around 22. It, Soon after that, is it when you started playing live as Soul True solo?
2: Yeah, for the mo- I mean, I was like I was doing show like with the takeover and everything. Like we met. Wow, how long it was, was like, that?
0: Um, it was a little over ten years ago.
2: Yeah. So yeah, like right the takeover was that the uh, that are you was talking about the uh, show. No, um, um, um there was this, we had this group oh, okay. called the Takeover. Okay, yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty dope. We had some freaking fun times, man. Mm. Like that's that's when I like. Learned about a lot of record, like actually like recording and everything, like not like programs and stuff, but like getting in a booth and like working with a mic and everything and just like experiencing all that side of things because it's like that's just a whole nother world, like especially when you start doing, you're like, what the fuck is going on here? And then like yeah. adjusting to hearing myself, like was like a huge thing for me because it was like it was so weird, like, because yeah. it's like you can hear yourself. But then, like, when it's played back to you and you hear it, it just sounds so different. (laughs) Or it's, like, especially when you know you're, like, oh, I'm pitchy, man. This is bad. (laughs) And it's, like, there's times, like, I'll be singing and, like, if I hit a bad note or something, I'm, Like, I'm like, I'm getting better at, like, not showing it. Like, I just move on to the next word or note or whatever. But, man, like, it was just for a while I was like getting used to hearing myself and it's like sometimes I still don't like it like honestly yeah like, yeah.
1: yeah when we do music like we just uh, record our own stuff ourselves because mm-hmm. I mean well I don't have that kind of money for that studio time no, all right sure. take fucking 76 right <laughs> whatever, <laughs> yeah exactly I'm gonna waste someone's time it's like we'll just focus it on our own time I guess <laughs> no for damn sure <laughs> but uh so when did you two get together when did you I meet? Did.
2: About, yeah, say about yeah, I was gonna
0: say I got a little little story on that because yeah. um, that's the only reason I work with them. The takeover guys, NDK and Controversy, we just start working together, kinda like we just did a song together. I met Controversy after NDK. They came over to do a song, and I was like, I got this song. I really need a singer on. Oh, we know one, you know. But you know, you hear that, mm-hmm. and you're just like, yeah, we'll see. Oh yeah, right. So they brought him over. And I didn't put him on the song because it was about my mom that passed away. I put him on a song. I picked, like, one of the craziest beats I had. I couldn't even picture a singer on it. Yeah. (laughs)
1: It's
0: like, if he can do this, all right.
1: All right. Put him to the test. I threw
0: him in there in my studio. I just let them do their thing, and I went in the living room. They came out not long after. There was nothing written for it or anything. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, what? He's done? I go in there, (laughs) and I was like, all of a sudden, this beat that I couldn't picture a singer on sounded like it was a beat for a singer like it was good and I was like damn so he got the spot on that song with my mom and just ever since I mean the takeover form we we all recorded at NDK's studio so that was all new kind of thing for us because we were just always in the studio you know doing our solo stuff but since we're always together we just started a group and then I mean we just the group like Split off a little bit, mm-hmm. but me and me and Soul Tree kept working together, and just we we've been good friends ever since, you know.
2: So, Hell yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's been pretty dope. So what yeah, year was it's that? it's been a lot. It's been a long <laughs> journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what year was that?
0: That was like two. I want to say two thousand seven. That sounds Cause I had, all right. Because I had my, I think I had my studio. Yeah, and we were... In... 2006. Me and NDK started recording. He started recording me right after that, and I put out that CD in 2008. So I believe mm-hmm. it was 2007, so over, over
2: Yeah, because around years, that time, we were all working, was... like me, him, Ryan, and a few others, we were all working at Burger King, and that was like right after high school. So yeah. How old are you guys now? I'm 30. I uh, just turned 31. <laughs>
0: I'm 36. Nice.
2: I told somebody I was 30 yesterday. I was like, oh, yeah, I just had a birthday <laughs> Oh, fuck. <fine>. Perfect. <Forgot. laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I'm just gonna keep telling you. Yeah, me just keeps forever. forever. Yep. I'm fucking 30. <laughs> that's like a grandparent saying they're like 60 something for like 20 years. I think they said that's what my grandma did for a while. I, can't, I think she's in her 90s now. Mm. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Was when, when was your time. first album? When'd you come out with your first Soul Trail
2: album? Fuck, man. Like. When? I think it was Backpack, I think. The first one. I think. I'm trying to remember. Because I put out music, but I don't think I actually put out, like, like physical copies for a long time.
1: I don't even remember what year that was. Yeah, really, yeah. I
2: don't have to look, but...
1: You know how many albums you've had so far?
2: Um,
1: it was, like... Four, right? Four? I think at least four, though. Yeah, I think, it, I think it is back, four. Back,
0: Back, Back, Continued,
2: the yeah, Progeny album, yeah, three, and then, and then the one you did with Eric. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Four.
1: Nice, nice. Now are you stepping in you're basically being Soul Choose manager now?
0: Yeah. That wasn't a decision either. I went down to full sale to do music business in Florida. Uh-huh. And right when I got there he texted me, he's like, You know, you're gonna be my manager, right? And I was right. like, yep. Like yeah, it was just like yeah.
2: we both we knew but we hadn't spoken yet. I know, it was
0: yeah, it was just like I mean, he's had the people come to him. Agreement. Yeah, <laughs> he's had people come to him since, and he's like, "No, I mean, we trust each other. We've been like brothers for so long, yeah. and like we both know. I know his music, which which benefited everything because when I was at full sail, all the projects and pitches I did were all aimed at him. So I did a lot of work before, nice, like branding, just like all." like learning how to pitch him, coming up with new bios, just like doing everything I possibly could to be ready, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's already been doing so much. It's and and you know, we we are we're in constant contact because we both always have ideas. Right. And our conversations are never like we can't do that. It's like, oh, how can we do this? Like there's never like an impossible Any ideas we've pitched at each other, they're never shot down. We just try to figure out ways to make it happen. Yeah,
1: sure, that's a good way to go about
0: it. It's constant communication. It's just, like, we've always worked together good like that. So we have a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on right now. Like, we obviously can't say, you know, the big things, but, Mm -hmm. like...
2: Yeah, it's it's honestly kind of... Like, it doesn't suck, but it's just, like, it's one of those things. Yeah, it's it's just, like, like, Yeah,
0: like, we're trying not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but we're constantly... Mm -hmm working on it and i you know i'm not out there trying to be an artist manager for just anybody you know right. i have to have full faith in them and I, I, I did the research on him and did all this stuff in school and never got sick of his music like Definitely. once yeah. which is crazy yeah cause i yeah. get sick of stuff easy yeah i get
2: sick of my music i don't and i sit there at his shows <laughs> and i'm
0: trying not to like yeah sing sing along too too <laughs> hard because I don't know how to sing but <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, but yeah. Had, uh like yeah, as you know, we went and saw you last night mm-hmm. and man, I hadn't seen you in like a long time. I can't remember when the last time I saw you was yeah, um, man it, yeah. I was like fuck super glad I went Because it's fucking I mean, the albums are great, but you gotta see this shit in mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Thank anyone you, bro. Who, anyone who's listening, gotta go see the next fucking Soul True show. Yeah, yeah it's fucking great. Like
0: another thank thank you, you. Like, thing holy I shit. think the other thing too was like I all the years of knowing him, I see him progress and I hear the next album and that, that progeny one you did when yeah. he sent me it, like before it came, came out, he sent me some files. I got through like a song and a half and I called him cause I was like, I don't, people don't get these calls, but I was like, dude, this is good. Like it was yeah. good. But like the other thing I've seen him advancing is on the stage. And I was going to tell him this too, like just the recommendation, but he was already doing it when I got back home, I got back home, uh, november 2018 so just recently Mm -hmm. but he's getting more personal and he's telling more stories and the people are just like getting into it and that acapella he did at the end he's been doing that lately and it's just killing it like i've heard loud venues just shut up like completely and just like and people just get zoned into him i I mean even when we would go out and we we'd do karaoke a lot before too when i lived here and People would be buying us drinks, and people just love, like, it's just like, fun. when we're out together, like, we're personable, and we can go make these connections, because right. we've traveled a lot, and we just, I mean, it's it's easy, you know? Oh, yeah, It was <laughs> yeah. the easy choice to work with, you know? Definitely. Um, What was your last one you came out with,
1: last album? Last
2: project? Yeah. The Soul True and Progeny.
1: Nice.
2: What, when what, When did that one drop? Um, December, Uh, what week was Um, Like, December 7th? Or something like that. It was the right. first week of December, like or the first uh, Friday in December. Nice. Oh, excuse me, belching over it. So uh, yeah, December seventh.
1: So what are you allowed to tell the listeners so far? What's coming? What's mm. new? Twenty nineteen. We're two months in. Um, we know you got the tour coming up. Yeah, probably I got more those of two those tours. to come. I'm yeah. Sure.
2: I mean, there'll be there'll be new info for sure. Probably bef- probably before the end of February there'll be some pretty dope info because there's like. Like with the with the one setup there's gonna be a lot of stuff. Like there's stuff that's like months down the line that's mm. already gonna be a lock for sure. Fuck yeah. And like uh like I'm I'm I mean honestly, like just behind the scenes right now, like we're just we're working towards the next step. Like I mean we're just we're just working towards um like booking even out a little bit even past even past the summer and stuff, like looking into that and I mean I just booked a couple more shows coming up that aren't announcing the QC and stuff mm-hmm. that'll actually be really dope shows Like I'm hella out looking forward to um, I'm trying to think of something that I can tell that well we're going to be working on a lot
0: <laughs> a lot of new merchandise and Ooh. unique like unique merchandise but unique marketing strategies mm-hmm. too and what else um, we just hired a social media like manager yeah. for twitter hell yeah because i went through school with her and she's she's amazing she's got those numbers too nice, so nice and she did a lot of the research with me in school on soldiers so she's cool, kind of cool. a jump ahead on that too she's really good so yeah that's exciting
1: yeah. Where, where do you have much uh like uh where's your biggest following right now like do you like on
2: facebook or uh, yeah you probably, got youtube shit or? probably facebook because i think i have a few th- like a couple thousand followers mm-hmm. I think I'm on maybe like a hundred above two thousand or something like that, so again, you know I gotta build some more <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, probably there, maybe Instagram probably second <clears throat> excuse me, uh but yeah, I mean, I think twitter Twitter I want that to get up a little bit more too, but yeah, man, I'm not like i'm I'm on there just as much too, but I mean, well, not I, nah, that's a lie that's probably. Out of the three sites, that's probably the one that gets the least attention, but... Same for me, yeah. Like, Twitter's just, like, mm. dead. It's <laughs> like it's dope, but then it's just, like, when Instagram came out, you're just kind of like, yeah. It's like, you can post all those photos and videos and go live and shit, so it's like, you know. I mean, it's similar to Facebook, but different, you know. I mean, you just, like, that little quick stop real quick and then get to see who, who looked at it or liked it or whatever. It's, yeah. get that engagement a little bit it's pretty cool especially it's like when there's only so much time in a day you know and you can like just you know show people what you did or see what people have been doing or like hey i'm on my lunch break this is what i'm eating like you know it's kind of interesting because it's like i don't get to hang out with my friends as much so like we gotta be adults now so it's like you gotta digitally hang out yeah exactly (laughs) it's like plus i mean i can't call everybody so it's like oh yeah like comment i mean especially it's like like when i went out to see and stuff um I ended up doing like a so far sounds out there and then we ended up like um we're singing this like like freaking million dollar house and stuff it was nuts and uh connected with uh my buddy matt and then uh, a couple other people that played that night and he's from i think he said vancouver and just he is dope like uh plays acoustic and sings and it was just like I don't know, it's, he's got a super distinct voice, and it's like, it's like, it's got like a vibe of like Mike Pos, is it Mike Posner, Posner, I po- yeah, I don't know, I'm not Posner sure. maybe, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, see, I don't yeah. want to, someone will know, you know, yeah. but, so, excuse us if we say yeah. it wrong, don't yell at us, it's the wrong name, but anyways, <laughs> it's like, it's similarities to his vo- voice, but it's still different. And I was just like sitting there. I was like, damn, I gotta follow this dude up, you know. Mm. And then, uh, Leah T, that's what her name is. I couldn't think, freaking tired. Uh, but yeah, she played piano and just kicked ass. I mean, it was a it was a great show. I mean, so you ever heard of So Far Sounds?
1: I think I've heard of it, but I don't
2: know. Yeah, they're like, it. um, they're stri- like most of them are like stripped back. Uh, like like pretty much living room shows because right. I think I think what it is it's called it's uh, songs from a room I think that's what they said it is oh, yeah. and like I don't know when it started but like Vagabond Maurice from Chicago he had done a taped one because not all of them are filmed mm-hmm. um, but I saw his and I was like dude what is that like that was awesome what you did you know and and the, I think the the ones that they do video for you can actually have a full band with PAs and like nice. just whatever sound system that they bring in and I mean like you look at the the video quality it's really nice so like you can tell they like make sure they bring in a professional to shoot everything and I mean I think I've seen I think I think Ed Sheeran's done them too like Ed Sheeran like Leon Bridges like there's a Ooh, bunch cool. of bigger names that I've seen sets from yeah. like on their site and everything um I mean then seeing that that was pretty cool but I mean it's just and they're all over. They're all over the world. Like I, all of them are major cities. Um, I think the the only one in Iowa that has one is Des Moines. But then like Chicago's, I think the next closest. And then, uh, but yeah, when I was in Seattle, I did one out there, and it's like so. It's like dope seeing. Like I probably won't see Matt for you know a while. But uh, but like maybe the next time I'm in Seattle or something, or get out to Canada at some point. But um, it's dope to see those friends that I connected with and stay in touch with them and. And see them post their their newest tracks or whatever they're working on on like Instagram and Facebook. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, that's the only way I'm gonna really keep in touch with them, you know. So, but yeah. so it's like it's awesome in that aspect. Everything too.
1: Nice, nice. Didn't you recently do uh, the Day Trotter session? Mm-hmm. That was pretty recent, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: with the low written gods. they were freaking. They were freaking awesome. Yeah, that
1: was. Yeah, that used to be Good Company or something. Yeah, like? that's what, okay, yep, that, yeah. Yeah,
2: it's um. I think three of the members um three of the members are from the good company and then we brought in Fantana to play drums 'cause That's he's cool. a, he's actually a really freaking sick drummer. Nice. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. Yeah, because we were talking and I d I didn't even know until like after we had done a few shows. He was like, Yeah, I was in I think it's called Drum Corps and it's like he they had played he had said they played in uh what is it? Uh the the Colts Stadium, something oil Lucas Oil. I don't remember. I can't remember. I don't
0: know if you told me.
2: Yeah, it was like, I can't remember, whatever the, the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts professional football team, like, they played in that stadium and nice. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was he was telling me a bunch of stuff about it. I was like, dude, that's sick. I mean, it was pretty much, like, drumline. Yeah, like, yeah. Full on, just like. yeah. And he's he like, yeah, dude, he's like, full on chorea- choreography. It was like, pretty much marching band, but like, to another level, like, to where it was like, it's almost like an AAU, like, basketball team, but for, like, drum you know, marching band and stuff or, or uh,
1: drum corps. Yeah, them marching bands ain't no joke a lot of times. Man, you've seen that shit like the videos of like on the field they're like making
0: crazy yeah. fucking images and shit. Like what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, you know, the people, people Soul do have been playing with they're talented man. And like he'll, do, man, he'll like he'll nuts. show up with like either just him or like Fantano, DJ or yeah. you know Colton, mm-hmm. piano or guitar. It's just crazy. Like you don't know what Soul you're gonna get really as far as Who's going to be with him But I mean He brings it every time
1: Yeah That's shout right out him. to Colton He played with you last night What's his yeah, name?
2: Colton Graham
1: Nice nice he Yeah he's a freaking beast On <laughs> the fucking guitar On the keys And mm-hmm. all that shit Hell yeah Yeah he plays He
2: plays drums and stuff too And like I know like Cause in our band um, I think he He like freestyled one day Like there was an open verse On one of the tracks We were in the process Of finishing up And everything Or like Writing another verse to. He's like, hey, like I got something in my head. Can I spit it? You know, or mm. like, or he's like been thinking through something, and so he just goes off top of his head, and I was like, wait, what? Did you write that? <sighs> he's like, he's like the first couple lines I, just, you know, was listening to the music and writing, but then he was like, I kind of freestyled the rest, and then he just like, I was like, dope. You need to write it down. He's like, nah, I got it like wait you just freestyled and you remembered it while you were free like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> i
0: already wrote it down
2: <laughs> right yeah. in my head yeah
0: <laughs> super humble guy too i was trying yeah, to give him man. props because i know your music and he's
2: you know. I, I always gotta give my <laughs> like, props, man. he's super cool guy yeah that's yeah. a good way to be yeah, yeah for dude. sure
0: well that's how you get better you know yeah you gotta yeah. humble yourself of course definitely yeah i try
2: to stay humble like like got stay feel humble like, yeah i feel like i'm a humble person but you know but i mean i might have my moments of being a little jerk or something i don't know but <laughs> i like to think i don't like so if i do i'm sorry i'm just trying to say that i'm hum- better than
1: everyone else but
2: <laughs> super humble dude too <laughs> come on <laughs> understand i'm I don't humble know how humble i am
1: not very humble. <laughs> now Be brett humble. what was your uh Intro to getting into music. What got you first? Oh started? boy,
0: <laughs> He's so down these rabbit Where should I begin? I started in hardcore bands. I was in the yeah. hardcore scene in high school, and right. I oh man, that was an amazing scene. Yeah. And are you originally from Quad Cities? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I come from Mount Pleasant, but I moved here in like fifth grade, so I'm basically like Quad Cities my whole life. Same so. with
1: you, yeah.
2: Originally? Yeah, I was yeah. I was born in Oklahoma on an army base but we can't like we came up here like soon as my mom could leave the hospital or whatever, so. Hell yeah. I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: you know, I mean I was writing my whole life, you know. Like my my mom passed away she got she was murdered when I was in eighth grade. And so I was I, I kinda wrote through it. I knew I had people but like you know, I wrote through that and I just kept writing and I was writing like more poetry and then I got into the bands but it's high school so like little girl drama or whatever we all kept breaking up but then like 2002 I started writing hip hop because I grew up with older brothers that listened to uh, like Too Short and NWA all that stuff like I was just like obsessed with it mm-hmm. and so I just started writing hip hop and I knew nothing about it you know and I just you know took my share of getting turned down for shows when they say hip hop they just hang up on me because yeah. people before ruined it so we, I had to figure out ways to talk to people, and I figured it out from there. I actually had a band, Sugar Nipples, were <laughs> the That's ones that name. they heard. Yeah, my friend showed them. That, look at what they did.
2: You'll see that name. And I was
0: kind of humble, and I'm like, you know, whatever. And then like, Sugar Nipples were, like, bigger on here back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, we're playing tomorrow. You should, you should open for us. And I was like, Okay. And I'm just like, I have less than 24 hours to do my first show. Yeah. But it landed on Mother's Day. So oh. I did a song I did for my mom. Nice. And the place went crazy. Fuck it yeah. was just like the best feeling ever. And so they put me on again, which I, that's when I met NDK, put him, hip hop artist, put him on with me in the second one for his first show. And like, I mean, it was just, still those days were happening. You know, we would be on the phone all day, just like, Okay, yeah, we can book you. What kind of music? Hip hop, click. And it was just, hmm. but you know, I I was just kind of learning the ways through there, and we started. I started figuring out how to set up bigger shows, and we were traveling a lot, and like, I was kind of helping other artists and like no nonsense stuff. So like, I was very picky about. I could I could I got in good with the promoters to where I could just be like, don't book that guy, and they wouldn't even hmm. ask. It's like okay. 'Cause I don't deal with the fighting that shows. It is just not No, oh, yeah. It's such poison. And like it ruined it was so hard for for people to build it up because while we were building up, there's a group UGV. UGV, right. Yeah, UGV. Underground uh building. and I was still good friends with, with one of those guys. Um, but we were both just building it back up. And then it kinda seemed like some of the stuff was coming back around when we kinda backed off a little bit. I don't know. I mean I've I kinda learned all that experience was super helpful when I went to school. Mm -hmm. It was just like like I remember going through artist management class and the teacher was like Gotta be prepared for your cars to break down and blah blah. And blah. it's like this one time and this other, you know, like I was sitting there like, yeah, that's actually very true, guys. You need to listen to uh-huh. this guy because oh, we've bet, yeah, we've broke down on the way to Kansas City. We had to cram oh, two. Yeah,
2: we, I forgot about this. We had to cram yeah. two
0: carloads of people, oh, of rappers and whatever, into a, a car. <laughs> Like, people laying on each other to get yeah. to Kansas City. Jesus. So, like, two and a half hours the rest of the way there, five back. We didn't even get a stay to see, like, Chris Calico and all those guys because everyone was just like, let's get this over with. hmm And just, like, you know, it's just so, like, it's stories on stories on stories. And it's, I started writing an autobiography about my hip-hop career alone. What's one of the craziest things that's ever happened? Um... I don't want to say where, but there was a uh, there was a hip hop show, and I wasn't performing, but I was there for my friend, uh-huh. and I had a buddy in a gang, but he started fighting, and it turned into like a big thing. Like there was chairs <laughs> flying. I I look over and a chair is flying across the room and knocks this girl down on the Jesus. ground. There's bottles. But I was just like standing there next to my friend because I was like, I already seen a couple of my people just like bounce and I was just like, because they just thought everyone was just kicked out. And like, I had a, this guy trying to bum rush my friend and I was just like going to blindside him because, you know, he's going after my friend. And there's a bottle that just like, hit that guy in the face and (laughs) fell over and i was just like (gasps) okay wow that was about to go crazy (laughs) but you know it was just like the situational moment where like i don't know i didn't want to leave my people's sides even though they're the one being stupid but i mean that was like it wasn't my show like i said i don't want to say where it was at but (laughs) there's some people that got arrested for sure
2: um, I'm just imagining this dude getting blasted <laughs> with a bottle like that. Like, somebody was straight targeted in that, man. Yeah, like, like in the oh, Yeah, crossfire. You better get up off stuff. my home. I'm <laughs>
0: surprised I didn't get a scratch because that was... Yeah. But I was, a lot, I was a lot crazier back then. I didn't bring that stuff to show still, but I was into a lot of more craziness. But, but I, I do want to say one thing, though, because the first bad experience I had was when... Um, These people wanted to sign me. I bought beats off him. He heard what I did with them. He wanted to sign me. And then they had a show in Omaha. And this was like one of the first like hip hop experiences I was going to go have. And so I went there to support him. And they played one of the beats. One of the beats he sold me on stage. Mm. And I, yeah, we had a talk. But like, I mean, he was like shaking. But I was just like, hey man, like. And he's like, okay, I'll take it off. I won't use it anymore, you know. And Did we you talked know it you out were
1: there. Like, do you know your yeah, yeah? What the?
0: <laughs> and so, I actually only have done this that one time because I was so like in love with hip hop, and that being my first experience out there being so bad, like I actually like was so upset I threw up, which I've never done that. Yeah. That was the only time. But I was like so like yeah, just in love with oh, yeah. being a new artist and just. It was crazy. I don't know. But. That's wild. Man, yeah. these
1: p- fuckers probably like, oh, it wasn't an exclusive license. <laughs> I'm still going to use yeah, the fucking V. Right. He was, just, just, he was
2: probably was just. just he, he did it on purpose because he was like, well, this dude ain't going to say nothing because, like, uh, like, he was probably yeah. judging a book by its cover. Like, he ain't going to say nothing. Oh, right when, when he got off stage. Him, idea, it yeah, it like, uh, was like, hold okay. up, bro. Like, <laughs> what's yeah, wrong Christ. with you? Like, I fucking... don't know who you think this is. <laughs> like,.
1: It's a shame when you have to deal with the bullshit sometimes, with black yeah. ass promoters or people oh, with, fucking with the beats and shit. Like I've
2: been, I've been lucky like to not like. It's have you like, any crazy stories? Like I got crazy <laughs> stories, but it's like it's like working bars and stuff. Like yeah, I don't think I've ever had any like extreme shit happen to where it was like uh, like directed at me or anything like that. I mean, I've had shit happen, but it's just like. I don't even remember it so I'm like it literally doesn't even matter to me you know what I'm saying
1: of all the shit that happens like if you actually remember it well then you know it must have been fucking crazy (laughs) yeah
0: I went on I was just like no nonsense and everyone knew that everybody Mm. but I went on like a three year stretch of shows where there's no fights or anything people Mm. are just like what and I'm like they just know Mm -hmm. because I can like I could do that I just like I knew all the promoters so if people messed around I was just like "Don't, don't book them yeah Simple.
1: Nobody had, wants that. I don't think I've had any weird shows of fights, except mm-hmm. maybe one time way back in the day at a house show.
2: Like I've like I've seen you know. fights, but yeah, like it's so just good. always like, like it's funny because like the only person I ever physically fought was my brother. Yeah. So it's like, so it's like, and but it was like life was just so crazy that it's like I used to bar back at like Creekside and like other places and stuff, and like a bar back and like if there wasn't if there wasn't security that night, I'd like help out. Plus it's like. Excuse me. Like, once you know the bar regulars and everything, then it's just like, people understand. There's like, literally, there's a bar full of 60 people, and like, at least 30 of those people are regulars on weekends. So, Mm -hmm. like, don't do no stupid shit in this bitch. Like, (laughs) actually, I'll tell you, like, yeah, we'll just, we'll just, I'll just tell one of my bar stories because I never had any cool stuff at, at, (laughs) like, shows. But there's this one night where, uh, it was just regular, like, Friday or Saturday night, and like, some regulars came in Like they They always came in Like on uh, For karaoke It was like once a month Or something Or whatever And uh This night I think it was They got married earlier That night And I was actually Supposed to sing At their wedding But uh-huh. like I think it, Something happened To where like They forgot to like Let me know the date Or something Or like I hadn't Seen them in a while So they just never Lined up or whatever And uh Like she came in In her freaking Wedding dress And everything Like so like They came like Straight from like the reception or whatever they had going on. I mean, this is like 10 o'clock at night and they're all in wedding parties in and everything. And then, uh, I can't remember if it was part of their wedding party or like there was a different thing going on where people were just dressed up to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't like this, uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna say no names and shit. Cause shit. Like nobody got in trouble, but I just don't want to yeah. bring it up to, and somebody get pissed or something. But anyway, uh, started off with the girls and it was like, I don't know, these chicks... I think they grew up together, but it was, like... I think it was over some dude-type shit. Like, somebody slept with some dude's dude or Mm. some shit. And this was, like... It's one of those things where it was, like, over years ago, but it was, like, still one of those things, like... They didn't like each other still to this day-type shit. And it was, like... I think it was one of the girls grabbed the other one by the hair, pulled her down off the stool or the chair. (laughs) Like, yeah, so it was, like, some full-on... Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, like... I got hella buddies and shit. Like I live in downtown West End, Davenport and shit. But like, there's just like that's like a I don't know. It's like a Davenport thing. Like West End, Davenport's just like a certain style of shit. And uh, there was a lot of there's a lot of West Enders in there. And like, (laughs) like that happens. And then it's like a few like it's just this chick brawl going right now. And then the chick brawl turns into dudes hitting dudes. And then and actually before that, we were sitting at the pool table. Do you remember, were you here when? Uh, yeah, you were around Creekside. The The pool table was over by the bathrooms in Creekside. Mm-hmm. And the, the pool table at Creekside was over by the bathrooms. And we're just sitting there chilling. And like I said, this was a regular night. So there's like like 40 regulars and like maybe 10 random people we don't know in the place. And we're just, there's like six or seven of us standing around the, the pool table. And a couple are playing, and the rest of us are just shooting the shit, you know? And this dude's just standing there staring at us. And I mean, it's just like this mug like a motherfucker. And you're just like, bro, what's up? Like, someone is asking him and he's not talking. Like, dude was somewhere else mentally drunk-wise and just mugging the shit out of us. (laughs) And at some point, I'm just like, you know what? He's not worth it. Like, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with dude, but just let him him do what he's (laughs) doing. Like, maybe he'll just walk (laughs) away at some point. And then that happens. Like, the girl thing, like, I see the girl get pulled, like, yanked back. I'm like, oh, shit. And what started that? They just, out of nowhere? Well, like, it was, I think there was a gradual thing. Like, words probably got exchanged (laughs) and shit. And then just some shit happened. Like, something we don't know happened. That was the first strike. Yeah, Yeah, that was, yeah, the first, yeah, that match just fucking got lit real (laughs) quick. And fucking, that happened. So then all the dudes, we run over and start breaking up the chicks. Because it was, like, literally there was, like, like, girls were trying to stomp other girls in the face and shit. They got the heels on and shit. (laughs) No, they were like, like, Nikes and shit, so it was like, it was like, I mean, the heels probably would have done a little bit more damage, maybe, I don't know, but then, so we're grabbing chicks and shit, and then the dude comes around, fucking sucker punches it, like, we're breaking, like, my dude's pulling one of the chicks off the ground and stuff to pull her back so we can just separate them, and next thing I, like, I see it, like, right after, because I had already grabbed a chick or, or maybe a a dude or something can't remember and like he came around him and I looked and he was catching me he punched him in the ear like came came around him <clears throat> so then as soon as that happened I grab. like I'm literally standing right in front of the dude so whoever I had I let him go I grabbed the dude I pull his one arm up here and pull the other one down here so he's just stretched like yeah. this I mean the dude was actually bigger than I was but he was drunk so he was just weak as fuck yeah. so I, I take him outside and I push him outside I was like bro Get the fuck out of here and leave. Because I was like, my thing is, it's like, I've been in that bar to where some dude called me the fucking N-word, and I literally saved his fucking life because there were like 30 bikers in that bar that I knew all of them, or they were associated with a friend. Mm -hmm. And once they found out that the dude called me the N-word, they were about to jump this motherfucker. Like, And I was like, dude, if you don't, like, literally, and then (laughs) my one of my female friends, She got outside before I did. I was pulling one of my other friends away from the situation because I knew he was going to hit the dude. And then she gets over there. I look up and she slapped the shit out of this dude. So I run (laughs) over there. I'm like, fuck. I pull her back, stand in between them. I'm like, dude, get the fuck in the car and leave right the fuck now. And they jump in and the dude that called me the N-word, he's like, dude, I'm so sorry. And the, the whole situation was I was... I was running karaoke and it was a dead night. Like, there were people there, but they weren't singing karaoke, which was normal when the biker friends came in. And so, like, they're just getting hammered. That's all it was. And so there's, like, three of us doing karaoke, just running it back to back to back. And at some point, it's like, I'm giving these dudes, like, two or three songs in a row. And then at some point, like, I put the song on, like, and I was literally singing these songs with them half the fucking time, mind you. So I'm sitting there for, like, a couple hours. I had to piss and then go get a beer. And then I stood there to talk to one of my buddies while they were singing their song. And the guy adjusts the sound and he turns it up. And it's not my equipment. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I walk up. I Like, I get up off my stool, start to walk up. And then I go sit back down because he turns it back to the regular, like, the level that I had it at. So then I sit down He cranks it back up And I'm like (laughs) Fuck this motherfucker So I walk up there And I turn it down To where you can Barely hear it And he's like What the fuck I was like Dude You blow these speakers I'm paying for them He's like Fuck you motherfucker I was like Dude I pick up the mic I'm like, dude, fuck you Like, yeah. <laughs> I've been sitting here For a freaking hour Singing the songs with you And you're gonna get pissed And disrespect the equipment now Like, yeah. fuck you, bro So then his friend Says the N-word Just out of the blue yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck And it's like me I'm just like, dude I don't give a shit If you're racist or not You're a dumbass Like,
1: <laughs> So you, you had a bunch of bikers There that night And mm-hmm. then a wedding party Or some shit Well, no, this is
2: Two different nights but oh, okay.
1: My bad no, The you're guy good. just went off and triggered
2: <laughs> But yeah, well, but yeah, the the night with the wedding party, I pushed the dude outside, and uh, said what I said to him, and then I turned around because he like he looked at me, and then like like I was surprised that he actually walked off because I mean you literally just punched my buddy, so I know you're ready to go regardless, and I didn't yeah. give a shit like shit slows down for me like when everything hits the fan like I've mm. literally been like standing in between two big ass like six 250 pound dudes swinging over the top of me <laughs> just trying to separate mm-hmm. them and then like a half hour later after we went in the bar and locked the door and shit one of those dudes stabbed the other guy jesus yeah so it was like so it's like when that shit pops like my like my brother no shit like like no exaggeration like he's like he's in prison right now he just he's just not smart about things but he used to pull butcher knives on me, all like I know exactly. Like I mean, full on blades. But I was either, I was either smart enough to like I had always I'd always outsmart him, or like because he had like behavior disorder, ADHD, and like bipolar and shit and mm-hmm. everything. Uh, but like I would just disarm him, or he or like something in his mind would like hold him back. Like even though he wanted to stab me, like and I mean it would get like it was it was bad. There was like it had like had I been smaller than him it might actually went down cause, he, cause he's like he's actually stabbed people before so it was like we're just like like it's it's fucked that you get used to disarming someone with a fucking knife but like it's just one of those things you know so it's like I think that just like put my mind at something else like when drama happens it's like oh break up the fight <laughs> natural just yeah, do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> regardless of the consequences I mean it's like you know at the end of the day I guess when you do when you do that type of stuff and you bar back and you in and whatever it's like Oh, yeah. You're, you're thinking around, about you're other people. You're not thinking about yourself. You're like, come on, man. Like, you're going to hurt somebody that don't deserve this shit. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. you.
1: <laughs> man, those are weird situations to be in. It's a yeah. bunch of fucking drunk people. Oh, Someone's bound to pop off. Some. Well, it's like, especially when,
2: <laughs> when it's like, when it's people you know and it's like, I don't know. It's just crazy sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, man, like, I get it because don't get me wrong. There's been times where I got pissed off when I was just shit faced drunk, but like, I never, like, I've never, like, just full-on just punched somebody, like, wham, like, because I was drunk. <laughs> oh, that shit's just funny to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it makes for good stories to tell. Oh, for damn sure. <laughs> I got
2: hella stories to tell. It's freaking ridiculous.
1: Probably gonna have a lot yeah. more stories once you guys start hitting the road. Oh, yeah. Man. Man. Hopefully, hopefully more good stories. Hopefully nothing bad. Oh, oh
0: man. man <laughs> I, I have a lot of like, good stories. I'm optimistic. I've had some shows that I'll never forget. man. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's a lot of good memories.
1: Yeah, even if it's good or bad, sometimes it's at least it's worth a good story. The experience. Too. Yeah, like, you didn't die, so like, car just... down or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah.
0: like, it is a lot. There's a lot of good. Th- the good ones. You get a lot of bad ones, but man, those good ones make it worth. <laughs> oh yeah, did do. In all honesty, that's a damn true statement. Man, I did a Tupac birthday bash uh, celebration in Chicago. And Hussein Fatal from the Outlaws was there. And he, rest in peace, he passed away since. But, gosh. I mean, it wasn't, like, a show. It was, like, a party, like, a celebration. It was just good music. He performed. We were, like, he was covering, like, Tupac songs. And we were just partying. Like, I got to perform. And then me and Hussein Fatal did a song afterwards. And then we were going to do more work. But he passed away in that car wreck. But it was, like... I mean, just those memories, though. Like, there was a point where they were playing From the from the Cradle to the Grave or whatever mm-hmm. from uh, Thug Life. But Hussein didn't plan to play it, but the intro came on, like the... And then he's, mm-hmm. he's like, turn it to the next one, and the whole crowd was like, From the Cradle to... The... It was just, like, goosebumps. Like, yeah, you're yeah, like, like, oh, just yeah, like, Yeah. it' It's just, like, those uh, memories. And he's like, okay, fine, cut it back. And then he played it, and it was just... I mean, just stuff like that, man. There's so many good memories. So many like amazing people i've met you know mm-hmm. it's so worth it
1: you guys ever played many house shows back in the day or anything a little mm-hmm. bit yeah those can get a little wild oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs>
0: way less regulation yeah <laughs> and everything we have one for my friend chad's birthday yeah. oh my gosh
2: i think the only ones that i've done i think like if there's something that i just don't remember like the colt cave i did a couple of times but i can't remember if i've done any other ones though so. I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna try and book more of those. I have done
0: fun private parties and stuff too, mm-hmm. like outside. Well, outside's always fun. Did a couple oh, yeah. weddings; those are fun. Just like a song, not a big.
2: Especially when you get a drink for free afterwards. Say three, <laughs> yeah. <three laughs> How can I pay you? <laughs> yeah. Is there an open bar? No, but there will be for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I did, like you get yourself. Well, a deal. I did like,
0: cause like people didn't understand. Like, I've done some like redneck backyard parties. You know, and then, then people would the be Knack's like, really the, band will be, sure. the yeah. band will be playing. The band will be playing, which is who hired me, usually. And they were like, all right, up next, we have hip-hop artists, you know. Yeah. And then you'd hear people be like, what? They're you know, like, talking crap. And then we'd go up and do it. And then they'd be like, the ones giving us props. Yeah, like, because yeah. it's not, like, our hip-hop is like, I don't know. It's not really, like... I don't know how to say it like mainstream type mm. I don't know more more thought behind it yeah it's
2: it's probably it's, cause it, it's probably that that stigma of like so many people that actually try and do it yeah that it's like oh well this is gonna be terrible like he just looks
0: like he can't rap or you know the type of thing well then the trends come in the radio and the people yeah. that don't listen to it just yeah. they hear That's the same it, yeah. what's selling at that time you know and
1: it's yeah. just unfortunate it's, a lot of times there's just a bunch of people trying to Imitate the trends. Yeah. So it's just like They
2: make that quick <laughs> and like fizzle out I, Yeah And it's like I, I get it Like cause Like starting out Like You're gonna have Those influences And stuff Like I feel like Like especially like That's something That's hard for me Because It's like I don't listen to Like, even my biggest influences, like, I don't listen to them as much as I used to because I'm just so busy, like, working on my craft. So, it's, like... But it's, like, when I do get in those modes of, like, full-on listening, it's, like, I can tell, like, especially if I'm writing something new after I've been listening to them for a while, like, I feel like some sort of, like, influence from them comes out. But Mm -hmm. it's, like... Luckily, I'm, like, finding my... Like, you know, I found my voice overall and stuff, but, like, even... Still, like sometimes it's just like that influence is there no matter what. So then it's yeah, just like sure. so. If, so it's like some of that, but yeah, sometimes it's just like people will hella bite the fuck out of somebody else because well, they're like, oh, I could do that. Yeah, easy. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> you
0: know, some of these people. I mean, and that's up to them too. Like they want that quick buck and yeah, that exactly. quick fame. Then fine. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at people that have stuck around, like Snoop Dogg Eminem, Dre, they all have a difference. Uh, Jay Z, mm-hmm. you know, they all have that different style and sound and they're the ones that stay so i mean i guess it's just a preference thing really but Mm. people do there are people that just want to go make that quick buck i know there are and and
2: when it's like they
0: see money over their passion they don't really have that passion like
2: like that like damn
0: shame Uh, it sucks yeah Yeah. i mean because having that like i said that music passion is something you fall in love with so much
2: and it's like and it's like that's what sucks because like Back in the day, like, especially when, like, American Idol came out, I was like, man, I want to go do that. But then it was, like, as time passed and everything, I was just like, yeah, that's not a route I want to take. And then You're it's... still like,
1: not going to? No, no? No. No America's uh, Got Talent? No. No, nah, like, You're honestly, a couple
2: of years ago, I was literally, like, the day... I was about to go up to Chicago to try out for The Voice. And, um, because I just, like, it was just... It was... Things were at a standstill. Like, even though, like, I was doing shows and everything, it's just, like, you can only do... Like, you can you know you can always do shows home but it's like i wasn't getting outside the qc so it was like and it was like hard to because i like i knew people but it was just like like i wasn't i wasn't ready or something i guess i don't know but um but then it was just like i was like you know what? i'm gonna try and use the show for exposure and then i ended up like doing a little bit more research and stuff and like found, like, a bunch of stuff about the behind-the-scenes and just, like, how, like, not real the show is, like... Yeah. And then I, like, and then I full-on, like, opened, like, Josh Hoyer and, and Soul Colossal, I opened for... The, or a group of us opened for for them at Ribco, and I talked to him a little bit, and he was just, like, he didn't go into super detail or anything and, and everything, but he was just, like, yeah, he's, like, it's not worth your time, like, and, uh, but, like, I have like, uh. re, like, when I was doing the research the day before, like, I saw that contract that gotten leaked and like, like all this bullshit that they put in the contract to where it's just like, like it does, it's not you like signing your rights away, but it's like somewhat to where like, uh, like, like they like at that time when I was doing that research, like there was some chick that like was a blatant, just obvious fan favorite that would have like, regardless, no matter how good someone else was, she should have been at least in the top five. And like, she didn't even, I think, it was like she didn't make it in the top like like she made the actual show and like made it past the chairs turning around and everything but then like didn't make it past like the third round Mm. and it was just like it was uh, the show like admitted to like not counting like text message votes and like a bunch of other votes and it was just like straight up just and in the contract it said that they were allowed to do whatever the fuck they wanted Mm. to I mean, I get it. It's your show. Like, of course, you're going to do what you want to regardless. But it's like, if you don't have a reason. I mean, there could have been an actual reason, but they didn't talk mm-hmm. about that. But it was just like reading that and then just reading a bunch of other stuff and then like seeing that, like when you, like I researched, like I think the same article was talking about, you know, it might even had like a top five, like why you shouldn't do the voice or some type of thing. But then it was like it showed like the numbers and who does like, like, after the winner leaves, who who does the best numbers, you know? And it's, like, it's all the country artists and shit. Like, like the first winner, like, the dude did, like, session work with uh, Lisa Alicia Keys. And I think he might have done stuff with, like, Kanye or John Legend or something, like, for session work. And I'm like, why the hell is this dude having to take the route of going on a TV show, you know? Mm-hmm. But then, like, and I mean, I heard this dude, and he was phenomenal. I mean, this dude was hitting... Bass notes all the way to freaking soprano notes, and I mean, this dude was jacked. Like, I was yeah. like, "What the fuck?" But I mean, and dude was a phenomenal singer, and then was like, you saw his numbers, and after his album released, nothing. <laughs> like, it's just like, and it was just like they didn't put anything behind him. Like, they yeah. just didn't care. Like, they put it out and they're like, onto the next one type shit, because they're like, nah, it's not gonna sell or whatever they thought. Right? But it's like it's like worthless, and it's like if I see that, and then it's like, and it, at that point it was like ten seasons or or you know like six or something at least and i saw the numbers and i was like the only people that are doing anything are in the country industry for that come off as winners mm-hmm. i was like yeah i'm not gonna waste my time with that like yeah. like what you're gonna change like and my thing was i wasn't trying to win it plus i'm like i believe in my skill set but at the same time a singer that was doing session work for alicia keys and john legend or whoever it was that i saw like I'm not trying to win nothing because I'm not going to beat that dude. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) like it's like I believe in myself, but nah. Like I'm not gonna sit there and be like I'm the best singer in America right now. Fuck no, I'll never say that (laughs) shit. I was like, plus I'm like, I'm just trying to get on TV real quick and then just use that exposure just to get my name out there. Of course,
1: man. That's the thing that sucks about those types of shows, contests, reality. It takes it
2: takes from it, man. It's any reality
1: show. It's like, ever since they started reality shows, it's like. Oh we have this new Genre now It's like reality But it's like It's not <laughs> really. No it's pretty the same much all, Pretty much all of them Are like At least somewhat Just fucked with And scripted Exactly like, Is there any actual Reality show <laughs> Yeah <laughs> No Like I mean you not get at me? All. Yeah and then those <laughs> yeah. Types of contest ones Get even worse Like you said They're oh, kind of God. Pick and choosy Like I've heard that shit With like uh, Comedians talking about That last comic standard yeah. Shit too Like it's just Kind of yeah, they choose the winners. Whatever.
2: Oh, I don't doubt it. Well, <laughs> there's—I don't know how true it is, but I've—I've I've heard that they, I've heard that the Voice knows the winners before the show even airs, shit. like full on. And that was like that Did was they just like
1: go separately find people that they want to just make famous Voice winners, and then they put them in. all you right, you're going to go through this audition? Just make them act like a real I, person. But I, honestly I, time I, or I honestly don't. i honestly don't
2: know, but I mean, like I've like I've heard that like they'll. Like, like I've heard people get calls, like not even trying to do the show, like straight on, like, just like the show. Like, I don't know how they contact them, but you know, whatever they see, I don't know, maybe someone's like out there scouting or whatever, Mm -hmm. or comes across like YouTube or something like, Hey, we want you to come do the voice. I was like, um, I don't want to do the voice. Well, you know, whatever, whatever they talk about, I'm just, but I'm like, at that point, it's like when it's like when you're writing stuff in your contract to where you're screwing people over, and I mean, and the process in itself was just crazy. Like, I was, <laughs> I, like, on the site or whatever, I can't remember if it was the actual, the website talking about it, or if it was, like, that same thing, but it was, like, you don't even see the actual judges until, like, the second day, I think it is, yeah. for, like, the tryout, before you even, like, find out if you make it. Huh. It's, like, you do, I think there's, like, Three, there's like two or three screenings before and then you get to the judges and then like you have to like, like, I think that's the first day. Like it's like three of them or two of them. And then you do, and then, you had, then you had to stay in town. Like the second, you had to stay in town for two days. And then you had to go in front of the judges the, that second day. And I think it was like, like someone from the staff, actually like outside of like hey well this person's a vocal coach Mm -hmm. They think you're good enough to go through the next round and then this other one or someone a little bit higher than them and then you get to like someone that works for the actual show and then you see the producer or whoever the person is that Mm -hmm. represents and it's just like what the
1: sounds like a headache (laughs) yeah
2: that's what i'm saying like (laughs) like fuck all that shit (laughs)
1: Yeah, man. Hey, you know, I think I've heard. Isn't there like a, or maybe they used to, they've done this before. Wasn't there like a Quad Cities American Idol? Yeah, or there some was Quad Cities Idol yeah.
2: or some shit. I, I actually, yeah, that was years ago. I actually tried out like twice, and then what did, did I? I didn't make the callback for the first. Or I don't think it was actual. Yeah, there was. I think there was a later date that they brought people back. I didn't. I got super nervous for that first one, but then the uh the second one. I think I might have made it, but I just did No, I, I don't think I did. Because I, I, we went over to the mall and just, like, didn't come back in time so they had already, like, they said to come back at a certain time, and we get there and they had already done it. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, you guys are so... You guys are not professional un- at all. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm like, you know what? I don't even care anymore. Like, I'm done. But then it was like, yeah, I was like, reading. Really, I mean, and like, American Idol, the same way, like, like, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's like Like, it's obviously scripted somewhat to an extent, but then it was like, you saw the same thing, like, you see, like, I mean, the winners, you saw how many went on and did Big things. I mean, some of them, like Kelly Clarkson. and, Some of uh, them are huge.
1: And then some of them are yeah. like, who
2: is that again? <laughs> Ex- exactly. That's what I'm saying. And it yeah, was. Just most like, of them. Yeah. Well, and then, well and then it was like, and it's like.
1: at first it was really popular. I think it just yeah. fell off. People were just like, nah, we don't care anymore. <laughs> well, and
2: my thing is, it's like, how will people still watch it? But the ones <laughs> yeah. that see the bullshit, they don't watch it no more. Like, they don't care. Because they're like, it's so fake that you understand that. And it's like, don't get me wrong, like, it's not knocking anyone that likes and enjoys the show, but it's just like. It's another corporate bullshit situation. Like, it's like, you know, if y'all actually gave a fuck, like, y'all wouldn't put all these stipulations in there. And then I was, like, reading up on one of the dudes that, like, won, I think, in Chicago. I think it was a few, like, like, five, six years ago. And the dude ended up going and doing a performance, and it was for like JetBlue, like that airliner, because they're they're like a sponsor for them at that yeah. time or whatever. And he didn't even get paid for it. <laughs> I mean, and it I'm was like this big cor- my lawyer. <laughs> yeah, it was like this huge. It was like this huge corporate thing, like like some freaking like like major. Like it wasn't just like he was sitting in on a board meeting and. And freaking came and performed acoustically. It was, like, some big concert they threw for them. Yeah. And he didn't get paid for it. And, like, (laughs) and then it was, like, he went back and read his contractors or something like that. Or, like, or it was, like, like, they worded the contract correctly to where, like, you know, they misunderstood that it was, like, oh, well, we can just do whatever the fuck we want to because we own you. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you don't show up for this show, I'm, like, that's some bullshit. Like. Because yeah. it's like, I don't give a shit what you're doing. Like, Sometimes. this dude was, like, this dude's a million, you know. Well, he might not have been a millionaire, but whatever. But, like, you're just going to straight, like, if the dude had a tour, you're like, nope, you're going to come and do this right now. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, a lot right? of
0: competitions out there where you You'll go and do it, and then you'll pass, and then they're like,
2: "Next step, you gotta
0: fly here and pay whatever. Hey, pay your what? Way. Hold on, like, bro. Pay how much to do the second step? Yeah. Oh, but if you get past that, then you can go to the third step, and you can pay this much more, and you can get signed with whatever. I'm just like, okay. yeah. and then nobody ever gets signed off. Man. Yeah, huh. it was. That's so good. <laughs> like, well, yeah, like so what? Uh, dude, I was. But honest. it happens a lot. Yeah, I was, you gotta like, watch it out. Watch it out there for real. Oh, just paying freaking... to play and all that. Well, nobody ever wins. I did I did. I did get times times <laughs> gonna... Nobody ever gets they're signed off those or whatever they promise. Yeah. And it's rare. It's rare. You got to be careful, yeah. Like, people are... Snakes. Especially especially run, in the yeah. hip. hop.
2: Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know it happens is with bands, too, but I feel like bands can pull off a lot more without having to do play, pay-to-play, even though they're there. I know that. It's like the hip-hop
1: artists or whatever seem to be like they're just more thirsty for it you know so they're more well, some I, of them might be more willing to be like okay i'll pay or yeah
2: something one well, it's like that's that's the thing because it's like regardless like those promoters that do those shows they know regardless someone's gonna do it yeah regardless like because it's like three like oh well it's 350 bucks to open for this guy
1: we're even and taking advantage
2: of someone who's gullible you know yeah stuff. and and my thing is it's like it's like it's like, when I did it the few times that I did, like, I get why it's enticing, because especially when, if you're paying to play, and say it's like, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think of some of the shows that I almost did up in Iowa City, like, like uh, Chris Webby and shit like that. Like, some of those dudes, they draw regardless. So it's like, well, it's just an investment. Mm-hmm. And then if I sell some CDs and it's like, that's the process that people think about, it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I understand it. But then when my friends were like, dude, don't do that shit. Like this is why you shouldn't do it. And I was like, I didn't think about it that way. And then it was like, like I've opened for Ritz and didn't have to pay,
0: mm-hmm. well, but uh, I was sitting
2: there paying to open for people that were smaller than, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah. it was
0: like, well, you're right though. Like I did, I paid for the tickets for the hops and show mm-hmm. and they picked, right. Like, you, you had like, there was, like, a bunch of people that wanted to open, but, like, I I knew that I would make that money back, and I did. Like,
2: exactly. You could, so and a, like, I'm not really, I'm not sense.
0: getting, because I pretty much broke even with those tickets, because mm-hmm. I knew they would sell, because right away, like... Oh, yeah, and it was, was, was Hopsin. Yeah, mean, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was,
2: he was, like, It was all a funk volume, volume, too, of, yeah. yeah. He was
0: at the peak when I did that, but, mm-hmm. like, even Breaking Even, like... I mean, super worth it. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, there's so like, many people, you know, and like they yeah. were all at the Blue Moose for that show, mm-hmm. so everybody was like full attention when I went up.
2: Exactly, and that's the thing is it like, was especially great. especially at Blue Moose, it's like, if that like I've seen Yellow Wolf, I don't know how many times in that venue. It's just yeah. like that place. When it that goes
0: place, crazy. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was super worth it. it. Even if there? I didn't break even, I was oh, actually,
2: actually me and Fantana Are playing there tomorrow oh, opening sick. for Milo. I don't I don't know what the crowd will be like, but like here like I know like in Denver and a few of the other spots he's probably sold out more than I actually remember off the top of my head but I know like his Denver show like sold out or was like borderline about to sell out so we'll see how Iowa City does it oh yeah so I mean I'm expecting someone of a crowd so that'll be, be. regardless <laughs> yeah, yeah Blue Moose is dope I love that Beautiful place beat.
1: oh yeah now bro, are you uh, still currently like uh, releasing music and performing or are you focus more on soul true now
0: I was I am focused more on him um I am gonna put out an EP because so much changed in my life since uh-huh. last time I think I can't remember the date of my last album but I pulled away from music because I transferred jobs and like I kind of pulled away from music and like for like two years and I, it was just depressing I was like I got to be back now. Yeah, I was yeah, like and I ended up going down to Florida and everything. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, so much has changed, and I look at life, like, in so many different ways now. So I'm going to make an EP, but I'm not really trying to be, like, a traveling artist type. I'm not really trying to go back and do the stage stuff as much. Yeah, I want to uh, just sell the album and, you know, maybe get some cool merchandise or something, but it's mm-hmm. not, like, as far as, like, touring and everything, that's stuff I want. So true to do you know because that's what he's that's what he wants to just do for a living you know yeah i i was always trying to get my hands on the business side and stuff but yeah so yeah i have little ep coming out hell yeah i haven't started it yet because i'm just i'm like super picky right now on exactly what beats and oh yeah i want to make it sound like a mix between Nine Inch Nails, Pretty Hate Machine, and DMX. is Dark and Hell is hot, so it's nice. gonna be like, I don't know. Hell yeah, different be fair, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be crazy. So yeah, so
1: you're looking to do lots of touring in the future and everything. Is that oh, you, yeah. do you see that as like your main source of income? That merch, or do you think you get much from? Music
2: sales itself, or just... uh... Like, well, last night, like, was... Like, I hadn't sold a CD for a while. Like, there's a couple I actually have to send out to some people. I just freaking... I thought I'd sent them out and then forgot and, like, left them somewhere. But then, um... But, like, last night, like, I sold, like... What was it, like, five CDs?
0: I don't know, because there's, like, two people that rushed up and bought, like, four or five right there. Holy shit. yeah, like, I got off stage
2: and, like, was talking to people, and then he, like, walks up and hands me money. I was like, what the fuck's it? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I sold some CDs. I was like, well, yeah, we damn. One of them came up,
0: and they're like, how much are these? I don't care. I want both. And just gave me 20 bucks and ran off. And I'm like, what? That's yeah. I was like, yeah. That's, that's how- a good sign. That's <laughs> how- Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's then-
2: how the- back out in Waterloo some gave me 20 for freaking the EP I had at that time. It was only five bucks. He's like, no, yeah. keep it like bro like, here yeah, take more CDs, they were very okay? excited yeah, last yeah. night to I feel it. better about this but yeah like so like I mean like right now I mean, I'm, I'm still working for FedEx but I'm I'm working towards like at least to where I can supplement you know like half my income off of music which I mean in all honesty I, I feel like by the end of the year I feel like we could make some we could do some damage like totally. especially, with, especially with a couple of the opportunities coming up like that's mm. going to, like, really boost a lot of shit. Like, yeah, we feel next I mean, year
0: is going to be really big yeah. with what we have already rolling this year. And mm-hmm. we actually will have more things to aim the merchandise towards and marketing, like, mm-hmm. pretty soon. Like, we're, we'll have, hopefully we'll have this big announcement pretty pretty soon. Like, real soon.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Probably within the next
0: week or so. I'm yeah, thinking, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Stay tuned out there. Big things coming yeah
0: oh, yeah now
1: you said you went by rip Black?
0: yeah where did that come from rest in peace lynn Ann kramer from my mom nice that's awesome because i mean that's just that's a cool sounding I... name yeah, I <laughs> like, yeah Well, yeah. it was supposed to be i got the tattoo r-i-p-l-a-k on my back cool. and that's where it came from because i was like i want to get that on my back and i was like rip Black. And I was like, you know what? That might be a good rap name. Yeah, That's pretty cool, yeah. It sucked, people liked it, you know, and it has that meaning because like I said, that helped me through everything, sorting out I wish it's hard for me to tell people how to get through certain things because I write it out and sort it out, you know. It, it sorts my mind out, it helps me through things, but you know. Yeah, definitely. And it, it helps keep her. I, I'd i put, like, a song from my mom on, like, every album, you know?
1: Yeah, that's it's awesome.
0: It's just keeping her, keeping her name alive, you know? Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. It's, it helped me. You can tell, like, I listened to my old music, and I was really angry. I was really angry. But you can tell, like, the growth and the happiness coming more as they
1: that's great that's a cool thing to see
0: with an artist too if you
1: follow their discography you know that's kind of where the idea came from
0: for the autobiography nice i was like i listened i was like i was like angry (laughs) like i was just like wow and then i listened to like my last song i did about my mom was about like forgiveness and it's just this beautiful song you know like and that that's how i want to remember her you know i don't want to Think about all the other stuff that goes with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Did you say you were already starting the audio biography? You have started the I've audio. written
0: a lot. I've written, like, I don't know, I'm guessing, like, chapter four or something. I haven't touched it against us. I've been in Florida. But Do you know when you might
1: get that out, or is that like no, going to be a long-term yeah, project? Probably? It's
0: something I kind of work on when I feel... Like
2: certain emotions
1: and stuff. Yeah.
0: And then even if you came out with it, I'm sure
1: with what you guys got going on eventually you have to come out with part two or something. Yeah. Right. A lot more <laughs> well, that's the other shit. thing.
0: Like, that's a whole conversation in itself of, of my story. I, and I, when I went to school, there was a film student that just heard a piece of my life story and was like, I want to make a movie about nice. you. And so I started writing about my life, not the music autobiography thing. Uh-huh. And I was, like, "There, like it was... I didn't get that far, and I was, like, that's kind of too hard to write right now, you know? Yeah. But it's just, like...
2: Just opening those memories back up. And shit. It's just,
0: yeah, and it's, like, trying to remember certain things, and I was just, like, I don't want to think about this right now. Right. And I'm usually cool about it, you know? I'm open... I can openly talk about stuff that happened in my life, but, like, there's some parts where I was, like, yeah. And then I kind of, like, should I ask my sister if... <laughs> I'm remembering that right, or like you know, like yeah. And yeah. I don't want to bring all the crazy stuff that happened to my mom and stuff to them. But I did have my oldest sister just ask phone, to write a book with her about mm. that because I remember. I'm the youngest, but I remember like everything.
1: Nice,
0: just memorizing music my whole life. Yeah, and yeah. Always yeah. new jobs. Yeah, And I was like, oh amazing. yeah, yeah. I remember that guy and blah blah blah. Like when um, my mom's situation is just like, like I want to do a podcast. And I'm going to interview, like, artists about their creative process and stuff. And just that I know. And then there's, right. like, certain questions I'll ask everybody. But in the beginning, I'm, I'm going to kind of tell my story of my mom in chunks. Because just... there's just so many stories and stories with everything with that. Right,
1: right. So yeah. yeah, that'd be pretty fucking cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out, you know. I'm trying to not kill myself because I've... Like, honestly, like, first priority is so true, mm-hmm. and he knows that. Like, we, we is, we're we so optimistic right now, but I'm trying not to, so like...
2: Not <laughs> be like yeah, I mean, I'm actually yeah, going yeah.
0: to work, like, a welding job tomorrow, and I got a freelance writing job, and, like, I just, it's, like, so... I'm just trying not to, like, Yeah. <laughs>
2: Which is hard to do, especially like when you're motivated. And you're like, "Oh yeah, I need to sleep." Shit. Yeah,
0: and I didn't even <laughs> like, eat yet today. Like it's like yeah. like there's days I'm just like, I haven't eaten. <laughs> I should probably stop what I'm doing and eat. Then I'll like get into something else. and be Like I should probably do this too.
2: I have a I have a terrible habit of like not eating like all day, especially if I'm like, like if I'm not doing a show or something that night, then it's fine. Like it's just a natural day, but it's like. If I'm working and I have a show that night, then it's just, like... You have to, like, force yourself to... It's, like, in the back of my head, it's, like, I'm just trying to make sure I get off work on time and not have to, like, pull a later shift or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then it's, like, some days I'm, like... Like, the last two Fridays, I'm, like, crap, I need to eat something. Like, I haven't even freaking ate all day. Like, I've been drinking water and staying hydrated and, like, had snacks, but, like not an actual like just something to fill me up because like i know i'm gonna drink beer and stuff so you just be like well i guess i'm fasting now yep (laughs) (laughs) so i'm just like man it's just like that's like and like with touring coming up soon too like i mean that like that one won't be so bad just because it's like like that second week it'll be like there'll be like three or four shows Mm -hmm. so it's like i'll have a couple days to where i can actually just relax and just like like just like adjust to it a little bit more and everything too but like i have i have friends that tour all the time that's just like they always you know they have to like they have to have certain things to where they make sure they take care of themselves like while they're on the road and stuff Mm -hmm. so that way like like that way they don't either like get sick or like or like where you see like some of these artists they'll like get dehydrated or something because they're like they're so busy and constantly doing something like whether it's like interviews or like stuff like all kinds of stuff beforehand or like partying and then waking up and doing it all over again and then forgetting to actually you know eat and hydrate and all this other stuff you know yeah
1: yeah fucking keep yourself safe out there oh, for damn like, sure. especially as a singer you gotta man. protect that voice yeah no man. I think yeah. you, might to, you might have to enter into a vow of silence yep <laughs> <laughs> right
2: I oh one. it'll be so hard because it's like especially because he, he can't go now so like I'm, I'm gonna have to do some talking for sure yeah <laughs> uh, I gotta make I gotta make sure yeah. that these you're
1: gonna have to be the talker when you're along
0: just save, oh, save yeah, the yeah. voice I, yeah. I do <laughs> I, I definitely talk to people <laughs> but he, he came out of Florida when I was down there yeah and he did a show at Full Sail mm. and yeah, every was day fun. Well, well, we God. did a few, we did a few yeah. shows, but, um, we, yeah, I was like, was <laughs> I got on the show at full sale and like every day that week I was like, <laughs> Hey, don't talk.
2: Yep. I was oh. like, and I had to lose my voice for a few days or like, I was like on the cusp of losing my, cause I think, what was it? Did I get? I didn't get sick I think it was just like Allergies we had part yeah my al- yeah because the humidity and stuff down there was like hella fucking with me yeah and it was like and it was crazy because it was like there were a few times like we went out drinking and stuff but it wasn't from like it like it was like like a week after and it was just like motherfuckers yeah every day I was, day so I was like drinker
0: drink so tea mad. and
2: honey and I was
0: like just like mm-hmm. making sure he was like, yeah, we got I, we
2: got lucky. I was yeah, real. I was we pitching him like
0: at school so much that I was like, I talked you up, dude. He's like you, you gotta, gotta you have to bring voice. it, and he killed it. When it was yo. like he day of, I was scared because yeah.
2: it was like I was still like, like I could still feel it there. And then I was like, shit, I got, like I went on the stage and started singing, and it was fine. I was like, oh my sold god, sold some I, CDs I, too. I, oh yeah, it was. It was People crazy. loved it. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. That's was I'm like, man. Like I just need so much more of this because it's like I gotta. I gotta I just, You know it's just a grind Like you just gotta keep doing it And just If anybody yeah. ever Don't It's like if you got dreams man Don't give up on them For real Like I'm, 30. It's like you Dude, got, I'm yeah, fucking 30 You gotta gotta be happy Or 31 so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah You gotta
0: do what makes you happy like, pull do, myself away from music I'll never do that again In some yeah. way or form I'm gonna be involved yeah. with
2: music Yeah Do what you love man Like I I know people that have <laughs> Had opportunities man And like do some shit And get themselves out there And parents came in and were like no like you went to school for this like go mm-hmm. do it and just put you know s- opportunities that people would kill for you know and just straight just shut it down just out of respect for their parents yeah I'm like sure. that's a situation I could never put like you know never never put someone in like that like you know like cause at the end of the day like someone else's your dreams are your dreams regardless I mean don't get me wrong like I guess there's certain situations like hey like I don't want you being a stripper or something no more, daughter. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. please do something yeah. else. Like you went to school, like use that. Like yeah, don't yeah, get yeah. me wrong, I'm not talking shit about strippers if that's what people yeah. do. I'm Good just money. Like, yeah, exactly. Like I respect it. I'm just like, damn, like it'd be hard for me to, to be cool with it though, you know? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Just be the fatherly thing, I guess for me. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Here's some money. Like yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Man, but definitely, yeah, definitely those gotta dreams. do what you love. Exactly. You're like man, if, if people, you love stripping, then strip. Yeah, like I mean, even <laughs> if you're like, I don't know, even if you're working a job, it's like. But if you love to paint, it's like you got you got to paint when you get home. Yeah. It's like, you're like, oh, yeah. like well, I wish I could do what I love. Or maybe you might not be able to do it for a complete living, that. but it's yeah. like you know, you got to do what you people. love. It's like mandatory. Mm-hmm. But if you have to.
2: What are you, you doing? I'm drawing the person that pissed me off at work today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I see you as. <laughs> like, I'm sorry that I did this to you to piss you off. See, I changed our relationship. There you go. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Like fucking the thing with art, like artists, musicians, any mm-hmm. one, any like creative type of person. A lot of times, yeah. you know, you come from a really, you can come from a really rough past. A lot of times, and a lot of fucking grief and hardship and pain and shit. but then just. Turn it into something beautiful. Yeah, I think that's what you boys are doing. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I think anyone that like hears you, they know that shit. You know, yeah, if you. buying CDs like crazy and shit. Yeah. You know? I, mean, I think you're gonna have good shit happening in a I've
2: been making people cry recently. I'm not shit. trying to. Yeah, I'm they, sorry. Yeah. No, for all those I've made you cry, we're, I gonna make, we're gonna
1: make you cry if you're, yeah. if you're listening. You're you are cry. me crying. Don't get it.
2: You didn't see no. They might have
1: cried during this podcast. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who, Who
2: knows? But yeah. everybody's sensitivity level is a little different, man. I yeah. always tell people they're like so many people are like oh well, the world's so sensitive well yeah like some people are tougher than others like you have to understand that like when I was a kid and like even up until high school I would cry over shit that I shouldn't have been like that really today I would look like I wouldn't look back and talk shit but like I'd look back and like that was not worth your time well, especially
1: like, <laughs> as a kid it's like your emotions can be crazy and, just, mm-hmm. you, and you don't know what's going on a lot of times you just why, what's going on with, why mm-hmm. am I acting like this or yeah whatever. so it's like there's
2: a lot of times where i like I'll see people like especially on Facebook, There's like, so many heartless motherfuckers out there. You're just like, dude, do you understand? Oh, man. Like not everyone's got the backbone that you do. Like stop being a freaking total asshole, but right? That's a now. whole
1: nother conversation yeah, too. Yeah. Fucking internet <laughs> conversation. Oh, it's God. like, God so it's so crazy. Like I talk about this all the time, just like you know, we've never been in a position like this before, being able to communicate instantaneously all over yeah, the fucking world. And, and, and it's super easy and super fun for some people to just stay behind a computer screen and just and talk, talk shit and oh do whatever, just because that's, well, for one, they might just be fucking around. Yeah. They're bored at work in a cubicle, yeah. and they're going to yeah. just fuck with people. Or they're just but, like, or they're fucking with people in a way where it's like they're really fucking fucked up themselves, I Yeah, guess, and yeah. Yeah, they're not... Like and they mean, it. Yeah. and they, exact, they mean
2: exactly what they just posted on the line. And it's
1: like, yeah, a lot of times,
0: probably could say that it's a reflection of themselves,
1: you know? Yeah.
0: They're trying yeah. to, yeah. I, I was... Like unfollow or delete people like that, and oh my gosh, it makes you feel so much better. It's
1: 2019; yeah. we're unfollowing all these negative people. Yep. Get them out of here! Get, yep. them, out get them out of, them out
0: of, out of here! here. <laughs> like it's so nice not seeing it. I'm when just like I don't this this shit. Like, yeah. that's that's like,
2: one thing I'm like not looking forward to if I ever get to like a bigger space with my music. But it's like at the same the moment, social media, you know. Yeah, well, to, it's n- like, not that; about. just like the the bull the bullshit all and trolls, you know, or the people that mean it but are just like unstable and just don't understand how life is you know like
1: yeah the uh, best thing is just post your shit and walk away don't, well, don't read yeah. the comments don't fuck well, well and that's <laughs> the thing
2: though like because well, the thing like for me it's like it's hard not to like don't yeah. get me wrong like if well, i if ever,
1: you got like to a point of like hella famous there's like the yeah. comments and shit it's like you can't I'm sitting up all night reading through this shit what the fuck I do you feel call like me my like, would.
2: especially <laughs> if, I'm dr- if i'm drunk like i'll hella be reading i'm like
1: I feel pretty chill Like to where I would be Able to brush it off But mm-hmm. then I don't know They're gonna say some shit It's really gonna be like What? How, How dare you? Or be he? like Something personal Or like <laughs> yeah. someone you actually met yeah. And they just hate you Yeah and yeah, yeah. Be Like
2: bro what the fuck Is wrong with you?
1: But I mean I feel like If I was reading just Comments from anonymous people And yeah. they're just talking shit I'd probably laugh Maybe
2: but Yeah that's probably It's still probably do. not
1: good For your mental health Don't don't go down that rabbit right. too far <laughs> But
2: <laughs> Like I'd probably remember That most of the time And then be like something serious or something that someone took out of context and i'd be like look like i get where you're coming from but fuck you <laughs> like yeah it's like people people don't get why some of these celebrities are just like straight snapping out on people on social media like guess what like most of those people are still they're humans regardless yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're gonna react the way they react because at some point everyone has a boiling point and like you know like some people are great at it like Adam Sandler stays out of the spotlight and shit.
1: Sure,
2: like, yeah. Like, even, which is weird. Like, not weird, but it's just like, you're Adam Sandler. How do you stay out of the spotlight? Mm. That's just crazy. You know what mm, I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> but I guess, you know, behind the scenes. Well, like, he was
1: in the spotlight when he was younger. Now he's just older. And he's like, you can step away from that. Yeah, he just got hell,
2: he's got, he's straight. He got, yeah. he got, he got, he got the he royalty got, check still rolling. <laughs> he doesn't have to
1: go out and plug his shit. He don't give a fuck. People going to watch it. People are going to buy it. Mm-hmm. He's Adam Sandler.
2: <laughs> Plus, I, I feel like it's one of those things, too, to where, like, He's never really done, like, at least that I can remember, he's never done, like, a, not even to say, like, a Kanye thing, but, like, just anything that, like, like, the media was going to feed off of that was, like, negative to where they're just like, oh, we're going to blast the fuck out of you now. They love doing that. Yeah, (laughs) and it's just, like, so I feel like it's, like, they don't fuck with him because he's so nice and genuine 24-7 that it's just, like, they're, like... Not that they're bored, but it's like they respect him so much that it's like they just leave him alone. Those are the
1: true successful people that got to that point of success to where they're completely unfuckwithable. Mm -hmm. Shit of like, you can't (laughs) can't rattle them Mm -hmm. in that way. You're not going to go after them like a fucking media frenzy. It's like, I got mind
2: control over, oh yeah, Yeah. I did water, boy. Definitely.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, Christ. And then those people like... people that are a huge level of fame it's like they're going through like crazy shit just oh dealing gosh. like just their whole life is weird yeah you know everyone's a yes man and shit who's like around you and it's just and and it's like seeing that all this shit weird would... shit online people hating on you but then I don't know well
2: it's like my thing is like yeah. if, I, if I ever get to a point where I'm just hella famous like all people around me are my actual friends or like associates of my friends yeah you gotta uh, keep
1: the close circle of actual yeah
2: because it's like even if i have like hella people like working with me or you know just doing shit for me and helping everything like fuck the bullshit like there's hella genuine people out here it's just like that'll tell you straight up like look like yeah some of them might just say yes to a lot of shit but at the same time, you're still gonna have real ones around you. Like, fuck it. Hope to God you have real ones. Around oh, you oh for, got man, to. trust me. It's like the more the more we build our shit, the more it's just gonna you know it's just gonna stay genuine all the time. And then Definitely. you you gotta make sure you bring in the right fucking people. Like people change and shit too, but yeah. sometimes you just gotta adapt and just run with it. I guess.
1: Hell yeah. Well, thank you, boys, for both being here. No problem. It's been lovely. Thank sharing you, brother. This afternoon.
2: Yeah, appreciate you having us on this is awesome oh yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> yeah fun. super
1: fun yeah definitely um, so yeah I know you guys like I said everyone that knows your shit I mm-hmm. think they know you guys are gonna see some good shit You're yeah. see some great things coming we're trying we're fuck trying yeah so tell everyone how the fuck they get a hold of you
2: um just hit me up on social media or follow me on Facebook yeah like, S-O-U-L-T-R-U Go to the Twitter R-U. too
1: Yeah we're gonna grow the Twitter Yeah the Yeah yeah Let's grow the, tr- What's the Twitter What's your handle and shit Tell them um,
2: S-O-U-L-T-R-U Just look up Soul True And then I mean they'll think some of Some of them are different Cause I could not get <laughs> Just the that's, exact that's handle that's That I asshole, wanted dude. That's so a awesome. like, It does suck But I mean we'll, we'll be good We'll figure it out Right right right
1: You got a website or anything Yeah
2: actually Soul True Soul True Music Yeah SoulTrueMusic.com
1: Nice. Are like, you promoting anything or just not. No Just, just, just Soul True music. Mainly dot. Soul True right now, yeah. Hell yeah
2: hell um yeah. I don't I'm not self centered, everyone's just trying to make me that me man. I'm getting a
0: new like <laughs> portfolio and website and stuff, so Yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, for now it's it's the Soul True show. Fuck yeah. Soul True and
1: Riplack. Yeah. Doing great shit. Fucking stay tuned <coughs> on that. Big announcement soon. M O B. Thanks again, boys. Yeah. Oh. Peace. Later. later. This was. Fun.